Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is three-time light heavyweight champion Chad Dawson. Chad, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, finally. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Better late than ever. For sure, for sure. So let's just let's go back to it. You uh, were born in South Carolina. You moved to Connecticut. So at a young age, what what made your family move to Connecticut? Uh, honestly, I don't even know. I think it was just uh, more job opportunities for my father and yeah. my mother. So uh, I think you know where I'm from in the South. It's like it's really nothing there, and it's still the same way to this day. Yeah. So I think it's more so for for more opportunities, you know, just to get out of the country. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, how'd you get involved in boxing? Oh, my father was a fighter. So uh, my father boxed. When me and my brothers got of age, you know, he took us to the gym, and it was history from there. Did you fall in love, like, the first day? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, my mother and father tell stories about me when I was younger, how, uh, you know, when I was, like, three years old, how, you know, I would, I would have gloves on. Everywhere I went, I had gloves on. If they take the gloves from me, I would cry about them. So, <laughs> you know, but, so it was like, so I guess it was kind of, like, built into me. You know, like, I said, I got three other brothers that box. Yeah. So, I mean, all of us were good. Equal, equally good, you know, so, but it's just so me, I just, I just hung on to it a little longer than they did, you know, uh, they wanted to do other things, like, you know, you know, I sacrificed, they, they got jobs and stuff like that, but, you know, I, I sacrificed and I wanted to, I'm sure everybody I really wanted to do it. It was something I wanted to do since I was a child anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I know you played other sports growing up, so what, you played basketball, right? Yeah, I played basketball for a little while, I played football for a year. I mean, I, I, me, and my, me and my brother, all of us, we're all athletic, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're athletic family. If you ask anybody from where we're from, everybody know that. If you say the Dawson name, they know they just think about athletes, you know, because that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it was no coincidence that boxing would, would be, like, second, second nature to me, so. Yeah, definitely. Now, when you were in, like, high school, what did, uh, like, your other classmates think about you, like, boxing, like, doing basically a non-traditional sport? Yeah, I mean, where I'm from, people knew I was a boxer since I was about... My, my first time I was in the newspaper, I think I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Me and my brothers, we were always in the newspaper, you know, for uh, for boxing, going to tournaments and winning tournaments and, and things like that. So it was like, as I got older, when I was about 15 or 16, I started going to national championships and mm-hmm. um, you know, doing good in those tournaments. And uh, Dave Solomon, who was a big-time reporter for the um, New Haven Register, he, he passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless his soul. But um, he, mm-hmm. he was one of the uh, main guys that really, like, Know, followed my career and from the time I was talking from when I was time I was 13 to I was like 27 you know, he followed my career he was at every fight you know he uh, wrote about me in stories and things like that so I mean pretty much where I'm from my family we know for being a boxing family so yeah, yeah definitely and you turned pro at 19 and uh 18. What, what, I turned pro at 18 oh 18 all right so you yeah, turned, turned pro at 18, 18. so what, what was that like and what, what was the decision behind that Okay, the decision behind it was I had just uh, went to the uh, Junior World Championships yeah. when I was 17. I went to the Junior World Championships, and I won a bronze medal. And uh, I was the first American to medal in that tournament since, like, 1985 or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like it was big, you know. So when I came back, I was rated number. I was rated, I think I was number two in the country as an amateur. So when I came back, it was like it was big. I didn't realize how big it was. But when I came back, I think I had like two or three more amateur fights, and I, I stopped everybody. So it was like the, it came to a point where I, I just started getting good. Yeah. Started getting real good as I got bigger and got stronger. You know, I, I got better and better and better. And um, my trainer was like, "Hey, man, I, I think we should turn pro." And uh, it was around the time that all the Jermaine Taylor, Jeff Laser, all those guys were turning pro too. So we wanted to turn pro with those guys, yeah. you know, to get in get in the mix with those guys. And I was fortunate enough on my pro debut, I fought on a um a main event undercard at Mohegan Sun. So yeah. I got a lot of exposure from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was there any ever a time that you wanted to like go to the Olympics? Oh uh, yeah, I mean that was my ultimate goal was to yeah. go to the Olympics, but. You know, when you were a teenager, I was a t- I'm a teenager, you know, yeah. I got boxing going on. I'm trying to play other sports and do other things like that. Uh, it was like sometimes, you know, I wasn't able to make it to the gym. I wasn't able to because I, I was doing other things. Yeah. So around the time the Olympics came around, I wasn't in the gym full time. Gotcha. So my trainer, didn't, he didn't think it was a good idea for me to go to you know, the for the Olympics, go to the Olympic trial. So we skipped it and I ended up going to the, uh, to the under-19 junior world championships. I wanted a bronze medal there. So I guess that was that was a big enough deal so that when I came back, I just uh, decided to turn pro. I turned pro with Jeff Lacey, Jermaine Taylor, all those guys from the Olympic team. Yeah. And uh, and it worked, it worked, it worked for my benefit, you know? Yeah, definitely. I turned, pro at, I turned pro at middleweight. So my first yeah. 17 fights were at middleweight. That's when I was chasing Jermaine Taylor. Yeah. But eventually I got too big. Gotcha, gotcha. And like, I know you mentioned the pro debut, but what was it like? Did you have butterflies? My pro debut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that was the first time getting in the ring with no headgear, yeah. no shirt on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was nervous. My first fight, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was real nervous. You know, my, I had my my family there, friends there, but you know, it, it turned out to be a success. You know, from there, that was that was the beginning of it. That started my career. Yeah, for sure. And you became world champion at 24. So how did that happen so fast? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like this. When I first turned pro, like I was a knucklehead. I was kind of like a knucklehead. Like I, I didn't. But I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was, like, 4-0. When I was, like, 4-0, I still wasn't, like, a full-time boxer. Like, I was still, like, walking around. Like, I was, I'm, just, I'm just a kid. I got a little—I just happened to know how to box. You know, it was okay. like I didn't look at it. I didn't look at the big picture. Like, I could be really become a world champion. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. my first four or five fights, I was still, like, running around. And then when I finally started to get serious, you know, it went by fast. You know, I went in fights, went in fights, went in fights, went in fights. The next thing you know, I'm 17-0. And then I, I caught the attention of a, of a big promoter. It was Gary Shaw. I signed with him, and from there, I think after my third fight with him, I fought for a world title. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go to that first world title fight. What was that whole experience like? Oh, it was it was a great experience. But I was groomed. I was groomed for that fight. I was groomed for it. You no, know, nobody thought I was going to win that fight. Everybody doubted, counted me out for that fight. But before that fight, I fought Eric Harden. Yeah. Who was who was still a pretty decent name in the light heavyweight division at the time, and who was somebody I grew up with. I grew up watching him fight. You know, he's from he's from Connecticut, he's from Hartford, so I knew him, and we were, we were kind of like good friends. But uh, I took the fight with him, a fight that I was very nervous for because you know he he this was a very experienced guy, mm-hmm. very experienced, older. You know, at the time I was tw- I was twenty when I fought Eric Hart, I was twenty three. You know, so I mean, like I said, I was groomed for it. Like you know, making my promoter, making the right fights. You know, and, uh, and gave me the right position to, to um, just, just strive and, you know, become a great fighter. And he did that for me. Yeah, that was back in 2007 when you uh, won. And is it crazy that the guy uh, Amin, Amin is still fighting? Who? The the guy Thomas uh, Admin. Oh, Adamac. Adamac. Yeah, Adamac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at heavyweight, too. Yeah, that's crazy. He's 40. Yeah, he's 42. Yeah, heavyweight. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. Man. I think he should stop. I think he's mean, but 
yeah. he just don't. But you know, he he had a great career. I mean, yeah. he lost to me. He went up to uh, cruiserweight. I think he won a title at cruiserweight. Then he went to heavyweight and had some good fights at heavyweight. I mean, he did a lot. He did a lot of great things. I mean, just what happened that when I was coming along, it was just my time to shine. You know, yeah. I was I was young. I was 24. I was at, I was on top of my game. I was in my I wasn't even in, I I didn't have, I didn't even hit my prime yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was 24 years old. I didn't even have, I hit my prime when I fought Glenn Johnson, the first Glenn Johnson fight. I, I, that, that was when I really, I really like, I was 26. That's when I really like hit my prime. Like when I was like, yeah, like sure. I had, I had the confidence. Like I, I, like nobody could beat me, and I knew nobody could beat me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you had a five-year championship run where you beat uh, Glenn Johnson twice, Tolliver twice, yep. and basically you beat Hopkins twice. So, so what was what was all that like? What was that? What was that run like? That was, I mean, that's a long time, five years. I mean, it was it was a great run. I mean, it was great. I mean, just be to be known as the best light heavyweight in the world for five years in a row. I mean, it was, it's a great feeling. I mean, at the time, because I was doing so much and time was just moving so fast, like I didn't really get to appreciate it. Yeah. But like now I'm older, you know, I, I sit back and I think about everything I've accomplished over the years and I sit back and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Like, I can't believe, I mean, I'm a three-time world champion, I can't believe that. I can't, I mean, it's kind of surreal, but like I said, like this is what I dreamed about since I was a little kid. Yeah, definitely. And I know you have five losses. Like, which one would you want a rematch with? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take it. That's, all of them. That's a boxer's mentality right there. And I guarantee, right and I, guarantee I just got to beat all of them. That's a boxing. It's a boxing mentality, right there. No, it's not the deal. I'm telling you, I will beat all of them. <laughs> and uh, I know some people think you're retired right now, but I know you want to fight in 2019. So, yeah. when do you want to fight again? I'm look. I'm looking to fight this summer. I'm looking to be back in the summer, uh, end of June, early July, late July, whatever. But I'm, I'm definitely trying to get at least two or three fights in before the year's over. Yeah, definitely. Is there anyone that you want to uh, fight in particular? <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, I know you opened the gym last summer, so what was that like, and why did you want to open your own gym? Oh, I mean, I just want to open a gym just, just to give something back to the community. You know, yeah. um, I feel like, you know, everything I've learned in boxing, like, it, it's my my job to give it back to somebody else, you know, to hand it down to somebody else. Yeah, that's so right. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. I mean, I, I'm definitely, of course, I'm handing it down to my sons, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's just bigger than that. Like, if I could, like, I tell everybody, if I could get a kid in my gym from the age of 10 and I could guide him, Days 24, 25, and won a world championship. I feel like I did, I did my job. Yeah, definitely. Like, my whole thing is building fighters, you know. Of course, I work with a guy who's, who's already established and things like that. But, you know, my whole goal is when it comes to becoming a trainer, I want to um, build a fighter from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take all the way to a world title. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure that would be an amazing feeling to do that. Yeah. And uh, would you ever consider, like, training, like, actors, like, say, like, a Michael B. Jordan to be, like, in Creed, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, that's, that's, it's always going to be a way where I can pass my knowledge down, whether yeah. it be a little kid or whether it be an actress or anything. Like, I feel like I've, in boxing, like, I've done so much and I've seen so much and I've heard so much that, like, if anybody comes to me and be like, 
questions or advice or anything like that. I feel like I can give you the advice and guide you in the right direction because, like I said, like I've been through the ups and downs of boxing. I know the in and outs. I know the, I know everything about boxing. I know I know what the right deal a fighter should take. What's not a right deal, you know, uh, when it comes to training, the, the business side, everything else. You know, like I feel like I, I've gained all that knowledge, and that knowledge I'm, I should be able to give it back to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, I'm ready. What, what kind of music do you listen to when you're training? I'm training. Uh, you want the artist or the? I just hip hop. I'm, I'm hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> you got any favorite songs right now? Any favorite songs right now? Nah, just I, right now I'm just listening to Meek Mill, listening to um, Ti. Like my favorite rapper is, is Ti is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Uh, Young Jeezy, Beanie right. Siegel. I mean, those are guys. I'm, I'm not with the new school. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. Like, <laughs> on the new school stuff. Like, I'm, I'm going to stick with my era. Don't yeah, stay yeah, in yeah. my era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you ever have anyone walk out with you? Any rappers? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I've been a lot of, a uh, few celebrities had to fight, but nobody walked out with me, though. Gotcha. I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not into stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if anybody, if, if anybody, if you're, like, you're a big fan of Chad Dawson and you watch me, you watch my career, you know, I'm not like a flashy guy. I'm not flamboyant. I'm not loud. I'm not, you know, that was, that was like the knock like people had. Like people didn't like the fact that I wasn't loud and I didn't talk shit and I didn't do like, people didn't like the fact that I did, that, that wasn't my, my MO. Yeah, you just did your job like, and got the wins. Yeah, that's my job was going and win. Like I didn't care about everything else. Like I had a discussion with a friend of mine uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and, I, and we were talking about like boxing. Like when he's like, when you when you gonna fight again? Like when when like, he's like, yo, you don't want you don't want you don't want this fame and this money. No I'm like, yo, I told him like I never got into boxing to be famous. Yeah, like I never fought to be famous. Of course, yes, I did fight for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought for money, but I never did it to be famous. Yeah, definitely. Who doesn't want, who doesn't want to fight for money and make money? And, and I, yeah, but I've never stepped into the ring. I've never done anything to be famous. I never wanted to be famous. I never asked to be famous. You know, of course, it comes with the territory, but I've never asked for it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. The money, the money, that's a plus. But as far as like, I don't act like I'm a celebrity. I don't treat anybody different from. But I don't want nobody to treat me any different. Yeah. I mean, so. That's just how I live my life, though. So I'm, I'm assuming you're glad you didn't grow up in this social media era. Oh, very, very. <laughs> very. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm mad I didn't, actually. Oh, you're right. Because it's so much. It comes with the social media. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much, like, social media came in right after, like, I fought B-Hop. That's yeah. when, like, social media was, like, really coming in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like now, 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 like I should, I should be taking advantage of it. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good in a sense. Obviously, it's promoting yeah, yeah. boxing a lot. Uh, yeah. I think even in the past few years, boxing got bigger just it's from some social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely just from. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. And just uh, even uh, just in the past, like I don't know, maybe like a year, a lot of people have been like, screw UFC, like all this stuff, and then all the boxing, yeah. and then obviously they're seeing boxers getting paid way more. Like the top boxers get paid way more than the top UFC fighters. Yeah, Canelo just made thirty five million. <laughs> yeah, so I saw that. No, no, I, I'm like he made thirty seven. If yeah. you count the two million Danny Jacob had to give him. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was crazy. That was wild. That was wild that he got fined that much money too. <laughs> what was it quarter mil each pound? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but but you know, this, this, this is my perception of that fight. Yeah, we gonna go. I'm going to something different, but they put the, the weight restriction on Danny Jacob, right? Yeah. Because they didn't want they, Danny Jacob's a big middleweight. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't want Danny Jacob to blow up too much after the uh, weigh in, but Danny Jacob. Didn't even, to me, in my opinion, he didn't really, he didn't attempt to try to make weight because he wanted, he wanted the advantage with the strength and the size. So for him to get fined the two million dollars, yeah, he had to get fined. He gave two million up, but everything still didn't work in his favor. Yeah, because to me, Canelo still looked like he was the stronger fighter, the better fighter, the more superior fighter, and he won the fight. Yeah, definitely. So, 
I mean, Canelo does that all the time, though. Go to, like, blows up and wait then for the following day. So, but I mean, obviously, yeah. he made weight, but yeah. yeah but they said, I think they said Danny Jacob was 170, 173? Yeah, 173. Yeah. And I know Great you, fight, though. Yeah, 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 definitely. I know you have four sons. And uh, do any of them inspire to be boxers? Yeah, I got um, two of them. Two of them? Yeah, my oldest, Chad Jr. and uh, Tiger, they, they want to be fighters. They're already in the gym already now and everything, so. Yeah, it's dope. Are they going to start fighting in the amateurs? Yeah, soon, man. Oh, man, it's a nervous feeling for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could, yeah. like, it's different. Like, you could, like, try to guide these kids in the right way but when it comes to boxing you try to teach them as much as you want to teach them but at the end of the day it's not you going in there getting hit and taking the punishment you yeah, know yeah. it's like, like I don't know if like my kids got this the heart and the, the, the determination that I got like I said they, they're still young yeah. my youngest I'm a tiger tiger's only only 10 yeah. Chad is 15 but at the same time you know boxing's a different animal a different sport you know what I mean you gotta have a different type of mind different type of uh, heart I mean you gotta it's tough. Yeah. And I try, to, I try to explain this to them all the time. Like, you can, you can have all the talent in the world, but if your work ethic don't match the talent, then it's, not, it's never going to work. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And, uh, what, like, what are your thoughts on uh, MMA? Do you like MMA? Oh, yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. But uh, would I do it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not going to trick me in there, nah. <laughs> you, have any, you have any favorite fighters in UFC, MMA? Yeah, of course, um, Conor McGregor. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I, I like him because I, I really don't like his personality, but I like yeah. I like his style, the way he fights. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, John Saint Pierre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Saint Pierre. Yeah. He's, yeah, George George Saint Pierre. Yeah, he's, he's he's a beast. I like um, what's his name? The guy who beat um Conor McGregor. Um, not the um. Nate Diaz. Not, not the last guy to beat him. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Yeah, Nate Diaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah him, and, him and his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like yeah, those guys. Yeah. Yeah, he trains a lot of boxing. Yeah, and I like I like um, what's it, John Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's the man. He knows he's always in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever sparred with any MMA fighters? Mm, no. You know what? One time they want to be the um. One time I both sparred with. Oh, what's his name? Weiner, Weiner, Chris Weiner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. He was getting ready. About. He was getting ready to fight. Um, what's his name? Uh, I know what you're talking. Yeah, he's like a light heavyweight or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a legend. He's a legend. What's his name? Um, Silver. Anderson Silver. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. The rematch. They were getting ready to fight in the rematch. Yeah. And they um they called they reached out to my team for sparring that for me crazy. to come down and spar with them. But I, I was getting ready for a fight, so I couldn't go. Gotcha. That would've been crazy. Yeah. And what about who do you think is like pound for pound right now in boxing? Pound for pound, right now. Yeah. The best to me right now, after watching Canelo performance the other night, Canelo. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Sure. I don't. Yeah. Me, I, don't, Canelo, I don't think anyone right can beat Canelo, him right now. Terrence Crawford. Canelo, Terrence Crawford, Crawford, Triple G. All right. So, what about what about if you think if Canelo Triple G three happens, what do you think will happen? I I can't even tell you what's gonna happen because <laughs> I thought Triple G won the first two. So gotcha. yeah. my, my my opinion no matter. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 about, it's all about the judges, man. What about Terrence Crawford, Arrow Spence? I think Crawford would get him. Yeah. Just cause, man. Um, Terrence Crawford just showed me everything. He don't just show me one thing. He showed me everything. He showed me he could box. He could punch. He could move. He could switch. Orthodox, southpaw. I mean, and on the other hand, Terrence Crawford. I mean, um, Spence is a great fighter. Yeah. Great fighter. And but and then they talk about him fighting Canelo right now. I think they're pushing him too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want no Canelo right now. Not right now. I mean, what? I think I think I think Terrence Crawford right now. I feel money on Terrence Crawford. What about Joshua versus Wilder? If that ever happens, hopefully. Joshua. You Joshua. think so? Or yeah, I think Wilder's gonna have a hard time with Brazil. You think so? 
Yo, I think so, man. Look, Brazil is, <laughs> is mad, man. <laughs> He's upset. Yo, people don't give Brazil enough, enough credit, man. This dude could box. He could box like he's he's he don't he's not like one of them heavyweights go out there just throw and looking to land a big punt. Yeah. Like he's strategizing, he sets stuff up. He he'll set you up to knock you out. I like Brazil. I, I like Brazil. I like him. I like Brazil. I, I think he got a chance to beat Deontay Wilder. I mean, yeah. of course, Deontay Wilder land that, that the right punch. And the same thing with uh, Brazil. Brazil landed the right punch. It could be over Wilder too. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's a lot of they got a lot of animosity towards each other too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I think it's gonna be fireworks this fight. I think this fight's gonna be definitely gonna be some fireworks. I think. Let him some fireworks this fight. Yeah, definitely. What'd you think about the the Wilder Fury fight? Because I, I thought that was uh, think, crazy yeah, when yeah. he got up, when Fury got up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was good, but the only thing that messed that up is that they didn't do the rematch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the only thing. Now, now, by the time they do the rematch, the fight's gonna be nobody's gonna be interested in it. Yeah. Who knows who? Either one of them could take an L before that. Any one of them yeah. could lose. Any in the job of time. So I think they should have did that rematch. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. Got that over with. And then moved on, and then then do it. But uh, the fact that they're not fighting each other, that's like I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> Definitely. All right, last one. What would be your dream matchup if it was like any person, like dead or alive? Dead or alive, dream matchup. Me and Marvin Hagler. And what, what would happen? Me and Marvin Hagler, pop yeah. his head off. <laughs> 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 nah, I love Marvin Hagler, man. He was my favorite fighter all the time. But no, nah, I mean a dream fight for me. Yeah, I mean to, to get in there with one of the, one of the greats, one of the legends. I mean, can't beat that. I mean. Look, 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 my career, even my career's not over yet, but I got five losses. But at the end of the day, if I never fought again, I could always say, look, man, I've been in the ring with Bernard Hopkins. I've been in the ring with Andre Ward. And, uh, those those are two big names. I mean, so. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I appreciate you coming on. And can you let the people know where they can find you on social media? All right, thank you, man. You go to uh, Bad Chad Dawson on Instagram. And uh, that's the only thing I'm on, really. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate it. And uh, good luck. You already know I'll be following. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 